Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 163 of The Raw Verdict, recapping the highs and lows from WWE's flagship show, Monday Night Raw. I am your host and humble guide, Keela Cash. Thank you so much for joining me as week 164 of WrestleTopia continues. Happy Tuesday morning, afternoon, and evening to you all as another busy week in the worlds of WWE and AW continues. And last night was Monday Night Raw going down live from the TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts, and this is really... The beginning stages of the final stretch towards WrestleMania going down next month from SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. And I'm going to be honest, last night's Raw was not about great wrestling. It was about great storytelling. And we got three key segments that were absolutely heated. And we had a heartbreaking moment that was expected for some time. And it still hurts. I was wounded by last night's events, but this too shall pass as we get to the main event angle shortly. But let's kick things off with the bloodline driving their way to the arena. And Paul Heyman is basically putting Solo Sokoa and Jimmy Uso on notice that Solo's going to take out Kevin Owens tonight. And it's Jimmy's job to take out Sami Zayn. Because if you don't, it's going to be your ass when Jimmy and Solo out of sight, out of mind. Paul Heyman gets Roman Reigns on the phone for reasons, which we'll get to later. As we kick things off in the ring with Kevin Owens versus Solo Sokoa. And this match was a lot of fun. Kevin Owens gets a jump on Solo early on, but he gets beat down by Solo at ringside. As we go to a picture-in-picture commercial break, we come back and Solo is grinding the match down to a halt with some rest holds, a super kick there hip attack a Samoan drop on KO but KO does fight back by rocking Solo with a number of clotheslines but the big man does not go down until Kevin Owens stumps on his bare feet and then he lands the lariat shot that knocks him down lands a cannonball in the corner a set on for a very close near fall that is broken up by Jimmy Uso at the last possible moment there's a beat down in the ring between Jimmy and Solo to Kevin Owens until we have Solo in position to splash KO through the announce table until Sami Zayn makes a save for his former best friend. The fans go crazy for Sami cleaning house on Solo and Jimmy. He gives chase. He shoos him away. He puts down the steel chair in the ring and extends his hand to Kevin Owens to say, listen, dude, we've had our differences, but we can work together to take down the bloodline. This is a peace offering. Take my hand. Let me help you to your feet. KO stares at Sami for a moment and he proceeds to roll out the ring on his own accord, and say peace out. There is another confrontation backstage between the two as Sami Zayn's trying to get Kevin Owens on his side, but Kevin quickly reminds him that you were a part of the bloodline. Maybe it's best for you to apologize to Roman. He'll let you back in with open arms is what you always wanted. And besides, this is the very place you betrayed me. A few months ago at Survivor Series, War Games, low blow, haluva kick, Jay gets to win. You celebrate with your family. We're not family. I don't need you. And I can handle things on my own. Have been for the last eight months. So we still got a strain in this relationship. But it's going to hit a turning point very soon. And there was subtlety backstage later in the show. It was Rick Boogs and Ezekiel talking. But the money angle in the frame was actually Cody Rhodes talking to Kevin Owens to possibly patch things up with Sami Zayn, which will be happening very soon. And I cannot wait for that. That is the beauty of subtlety in WWE. Every backstage segment has a moment of mm, clarity, light bulb moment for future reference regarding reunions involving the Hurt Business and or KO and Sami Zayn in due time on Monday Night Raw or SmackDown going down this Friday in Pittsburgh, PA. Next up is Bianca Belair, the Raw Women's Champion, going 
going up against Carmella. I've seen this match so many times since 2021. I'm kind of over it at this point. Chelsea Green's at ringside causing trouble as a Karen, but eventually Bianca Belair takes out Carmella with the KOD for the win. We have Chelsea Green attack Bianca Belair from behind, and Asuka makes a save by spraying blue mist in Chelsea Green's face, and we have Asuka and Bianca Belair have a stare down ahead of their match for the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania. I want a bit more layered storytelling between the two to make this match pop because I know in the ring it's going to matter a whole lot, but I want to emotionally invest a bit more because I know this match is going to be a serve with a bit of a story attached to it with four weeks to spare. Next up is Logan Paul and Seth Rollins going face to face and for reasons that befuddle me. The Miz wants to be a moderator as the host of WrestleMania. And we have Logan Paul coming out to a bunch of boos. And Seth Rollins comes out to the crowd singing to him for minutes at a time. The reception and the pop was amazing. And Logan Paul has figured out what it means to be a bad guy. Because the last couple of years, he's trying to be liked by the people. And it ain't gonna happen for him. He's a natural heel. He's leaning in and he got fuck you Logan chance on USA Network. And that is a rarity in this day and age. And I love that for him because he's leaning into being an absolute dick. Because even though he is a great wrestler, no lie, he's reviled by a large portion of this fan base. But there's begrudged respect when he goes out there and puts on a show. And he's done that at WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Crown Jewel, at the Royal Rumble. And he would do so again against Seth Rollins. As Seth basically tells Logan Paul, you suck as a human being. You are the scum of the earth. You are a fraud, a troll. You are everything we don't want in our house. And the fans are rocking and rolling with Seth Rollins. But he says, enough talk. I'm not here to talk to you. I'm here to fight you. And Logan Paul says, you know what? I want to fight you, but I don't fight for free. I'm a premium level talent. And besides, Seth, the reason why you don't like me is because what I did in one year, you couldn't do in 20. I eliminated you at the Warrior Rumble. I hit you with your own finisher at Elimination Chamber. I'm really good at this professional wrestling thing. I'm on my way in. You're on your way out. I'm better than you in every way. And he's ready to go. But like he said... He's not going to fight for free unless it's under the brightest lights in Hollywood at WrestleMania. And The Miz is trying to prevent this fight from going down. And he tells Seth Rollins, hey, guys, I can make this happen for both of you. I can go to the higher ups, make this match official at WrestleMania. And Rollins says, can you do it? Miz says, yes. He tosses Miz out of the ring. And Logan Paul goes low and goes for a curb stomp. But Seth blocks it and they're fighting in the corner until... The Miz gets involved and Rollins takes out the Miz in the corner and he proceeds to get rocked with a punch by Logan Paul. One punch, Seth goes down and Logan Paul tells Seth, well, I'll see you at WrestleMania. Bye bye, bitch. And that ends the segment. Loved it. Great heat. And I keep saying this time and time again, the starting value between Seth Rollins and Logan Paul at WrestleMania is five stars. This match is going to go ridiculous in the best possible way. These two guys are going to put on a show. Logan Paul is properly aligned as a heel. Rollins is super over as a babyface. He is a polarizing character, but what cannot be denied is his overness with the people, his zany fashion sense, and his ability to get that theme song over in the best possible way. If the fans lean in and love it, you can't complain at this point. And this is going to be by far one of the best matches 
of WrestleMania weekend across any promotion and could be a match of the year contender when it's all said and done. That's how highly I think of Logan Paul and Seth Rollins delivering the goods at the biggest show of the year. Next up, Omos kills Dolph Ziggler with a tree slam in 45 seconds or less. That's Dolph Ziggler's fate these days in WWE. That is all. As Omos prepares to face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania next month in Inglewood, California. But I don't care, mostly. But it's all about Brock hitting an F5 in Omos. And for that, that is worth the price of admission. Next up is Finn Balor versus Johnny Gargano. I'm going to keep it real. If you want to see a better Gagano Finn Balor match, check out NXT Portland from 2020 on Peacock. That is a superior matchup with way more heat. This match was kind of heatless despite the talent of both guys. And Johnny Wrestling for me had a breakthrough at Elimination Chamber when he was not being a comedy fool alongside Dexter Loomis. That was Johnny Wrestling on display. I don't want this goofy version of Johnny Wrestling On Monday Night Raw, he's above it at this point, but the match was all right for what it was. The selling point was basically Judgment Day at ringside causing trouble in the form of Rhea Ripley, Damian Priest, and Dominic Mysterio. Gargano faced them all off, but he gets rocked with a sling blade, dropkick combo. As Finn goes up top of the Coup de Gras, just music hits, and the fans are popping in Boston. We have Rhea Ripley and Damian Priest standing guard on the main stage, but Edge sneaks around ringside, and he's going to shove Finn Balor off the top rope that allows John to land the one final BDDT through the ropes for the one, two, three. And Edge is going to spear Finn Balor for good measure as Rhea Ripley and Damian Priest are not there to help Finn in time. And Edge wants Finn Balor face-to-face, one-on-one, by themselves next Monday on Raw to possibly settle the score at WrestleMania next month in LA by way of Inglewood, California at SoFi Stadium. Next up is Nikki Cross versus Piper Nevin. This match was heatless, very cold, and the black hole slam by Piper Nevin to Nikki Cross was a hot-ass mess, completely mistimed, and you can tell Piper was a little upset with the finish, to say the least, but it was short to the point, but not very good, as I think both ladies need to be in a better position post-WrestleMania season in terms of booking and character growth. And now it is time for the return of John Cena in Boston, Massachusetts. This guy is... One of the few legit ticket movers in professional wrestling today. You announce John Cena in your city, you're going to buy tickets. You're going to sell the house out, which they did last night in Boston, Massachusetts. He comes out to a hero's welcome. He's overwhelmed by the ovation. He's in the ring. And before he can speak, we have Austin Theory's music hit. The reigning defending U.S. champion comes out and he is going to offer John Cena a gift. A gift of facing him for the U.S. Championship at WrestleMania since Theory idolized Cena from a very young age. He wants to give the people what they want, which is these two on the grandest stage of them all. And John Cena says, you know what? I don't want your gift because you are not worthy of giving me such a gift because nobody cares about you. Austin Theory. The reason they don't care about you is because they don't believe in you. I don't believe in you. Hell, you don't believe in yourself. You come out here and you kicks and your shades and you don't know who you are. They don't know who you are. That's why they don't care about you. In fact, hell, I was you 20 years ago. I was the face of ruthless aggression and I almost lost my job because of it. But then I found out who I was, and here I am 20 years later, being your ghost of Christmas future. Because I've been through the highs and lows with the people, through the cheers, through the boos, through the indifference. But they 
have come out on the other side with me with respect and love. And maybe you'll get that someday, but you don't have the heart. You ain't got it in your soul to do this on the highest level possible. It basically says Theory is a pair of trunks away from being a jabroni. Then he goes in on his name, Austin Theory, saying you are in the same realm as Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, and Undertaker because you are a Theory. In Theory, you should be everything a WWE executive would want. You got the look, you got the size, you got the height, you got everything, but people still don't care about you. And if you don't believe in you, why should we? So you can keep your gift, respectfully speaking, because I don't want want it and Austin Theory goes in on Cena's bald spot Cena takes off his cap says you're right what about it and Theory goes in on Cena for doing the thing that he vows never to do and that is never give up and you're giving up on a matchup against me at Wrestlemania and that is not the John Cena way that is not hustle loyalty respect so I guess the old saying is true never meet your heroes because they will always let you down and John Cena basically calls Austin Theory a dumb son of a bitch The reason why I don't want to face you at WrestleMania is because I don't want to embarrass you because I am going to end you. Yeah, I may have a bald spot, but at least I don't have piped in booze during my matches because people don't care enough to boo you because they don't care about you, Austin. But you keep pushing the issue because if you want this match so badly at WrestleMania, it's going to go one of two ways and it won't benefit you in the least. Because if I beat you for that U.S. championship, you're done. Everything I said about you would be justified. And even if you beat me, the moment is fleeting because there's this thing called the night after WrestleMania, the biggest Monday Night Raw of the year. And I'm not going to be there as a crutch. I'm not going to be the one you can hide behind when you're all by yourself taking the heat from the most relentless crowd you will face all year long. So you sure you want this because I'm trying to spare you the embarrassment because you're not ready. You're not built for it. You don't have the soul, the heart for this. But let's pull the audience. Let's ask the people what I should do. And the fans, of course, want to see Cena versus Theory at WrestleMania. And it's a go. And he says, I'm sorry for what's about to happen to you because you ain't got it in your head, your heart, or your balls. And he points down there saying you really ain't got it down there. And Theory is left shooketh after this promo. And then John Cena says, you know what? He's not built for WrestleMania, but I know who is. The 2023 Men's Warrior Rumble winner, the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. Cody comes out suited and booted, and he hugs his hero, who he's talked about profusely in promos over the last few weeks to wrap up the segment. This was a absolute burial of Austin Theory, the character, by John Cena. And it reminds me of Kevin Owens cutting a similar promo last year on Theory as well about who you are, because you got the looks, but you're a diamond dozen. You come and go in this business. You don't have what it takes to last. And Cena basically told him the same thing, saying, I was you. I was basically the prototype. I had my tights, my crew cut, and I couldn't get over to save my life. And he almost lost his job because of it. If it was not for him being Vanilla Ice at that Halloween party back in 2002, John Cena might not be in WWE today as one of the more prolific legends in this industry's history. That's a fact. The Doctor of Thugonomics was born by way of that Halloween episode of SmackDown 20 years ago, going on 21 years ago in a few months' time. So Theory, in theory, has an opportunity to really step up at WrestleMania because I do see things in him that 
do scream potential superstar. Based on his heel work last year when he lost the Money in the Bank briefcase, that guy went absolute ape shit. And I loved it. There was range with him being a bad guy that went on the attack, going after Dolph Ziggler, taking it to Seth Rollins. Those were moments of this guy has got something if he can tap into it on a regular basis. He ditched the selfie gimmick, thank God. But there needs to be more layers to Austin Theory because, as Cena said, you got to find out what makes you you. If you care, the people will care. And WrestleMania is a big test. Hopefully there's more promos with Theory to really figure out who he is. Because ironically enough, he plays a great dumbass <laughs> during his time in NXT a couple of years ago. That's his sweet spot. But he's also got to find that spot where people can revile you naturally. Get that heat that very few actually covet in this business. So he's got to figure that out for himself. But this was a masterclass burial by John Cena and Ethan job that very few can survive and hopefully theory finds his way heading into the heart of wrestlemania season next up baron corbin is facing off against chad gable and chad gable makes baron corbin submit via the ankle lock so good for chad gable on this night by beating corbin who is on a very very bad snide as of late losing all of his matches and if that happens i hope we actually get the return of broke-ass Baron Corbin because that was Corbin at his best. Next up is the brand new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions Becky Lynch leader coming out alongside fellow WWE Hall of Famer Trish Stratus and they celebrate this win from last week in Bayley alongside Dakota Kai and Neo Sky. The former Women's Tag Team Champs come out to confront the Legends and Becky Lynch about cheating their way to victory last week and how Trish Stratus is all about selling one spotlight from damage control and Trish warned Bayley last year if you set up shit I can get unretired very fast and Trish challenges damage control to a six woman tag team match at WrestleMania. Bailey accepts. Eo Sky and Dakota Kai kind of miffed at this. They go after Lita and Trish. The legends fight back and Becky goes face to face with Bailey and she is cornered by Lita and Trish and they beat her down a little bit. And before Trish goes for a Trish kick, damage control pulls Bailey out the way at the last minute. And this match will most likely be official very soon for WrestleMania. I do wonder if those titles will be defended during night one or two. Dakota show some respect to the women's tag team division and the champions and challengers because my god this championship legit gets defended maybe once or twice a year on a ple and may a team survive the year heading into next year's wrestlemania in philly because damn just saying the streak and the record does not hold up well for champions crowned at wrestlemania in the women's tag team division just saying and now it is time for our main event featuring Sami Zayn versus Jimmy Uso. And this was a lot of fun with Zayn booting Jimmy and landing a tornado DDT for a new fall, followed by a flying cross body off the top rope for two. We have Jimmy tossing Sami Zayn from the ring and tries distracting the referee long enough for Solo Sokoa to go for the Samoan spike. The referee catches him red-handed and he ejects him from ringside and that allows Sami Zayn to land a blue thunder bomb for a very close near fall as we go to another commercial break. We come back and we have a disturbance in the force as Jey Uso makes his way through the crowd over the barricade and he stands on the announce table, takes in the scene. Jimmy's happy to see his brother, but the distraction leads to a roll-up victory by Sami Zayn. And after the match is over, we have a face-to-face stare down between Jimmy and Jey Uso. And Jay is conflicted. He doesn't know what to do. Does he join the bloodline or does he leave? And he tugs at his brother's t-shirt and he shows love, but walks away from his brother. And then Sami Zayn is at ringside and they share a glance. 
and we wonder what's going to happen here. Because there's SmackDown on Friday, the deadline for Jay to go back home to his family, or else Jimmy gets all the smoke from Roman Reigns, and Jay and Sammy are in this moment together. The fans are on pins and needles waiting to see what's going to happen, and Jay is going to dap up Sammy and hug him. And Sammy's a little shell-shocked. He hugs him back. It's a beautiful hallmark moment, but I had a feeling, mm, are we going to really wait to Friday for the other shoe to drop? Or we're going to get it tonight. And you kind of see the separation when Jay threw up the ones and Sammy did too. And Sammy's telling Jimmy, it's not too late. I implore you to join us as we take down the bloodline from within. And it was something about the way Jay separated himself from Sammy. Like it just gave him enough measurements to land the shot heard around the world. And it was a super kick to Sammy Zayn. Sammy goes down. The fans are shocked. I love the reaction shots from the people who were like, oh my God, we were here. And then we're like, oh, the anguish of this bromance ending. And Jay says, you think I was going to choose you? This is family shit. This is family. You're not family. And he throws Sammy in the ring. And Jimmy's face throughout all of this went from dejected to a happy jackal that was ready to feast and we have solo come out there for the beatdown alongside jay and cody's music hits the fans pop even louder comes out and make the save as the bloodline stands down to wrap up monday night raw at the top of the hour at 11 o'clock p.m eastern this was exceptional storytelling once again as this is still the best damn storyline in professional wrestling today we were waiting for the moment jay would turn on Sami Zayn. a sad day indeed but it had to happen to facilitate Kevin Owens reuniting with Sami Zayn to face off against the Usos for the undisputed tag team titles at WrestleMania night one. That should be your main event of WrestleMania night one. The match that will have the crowd invested from start to finish, despite the late hour, depending how the pacing goes for night one of WrestleMania. To have KO main event back to back WrestleManias on night one, Sami Zayn's first WrestleMania main event after being an MVP all year long from the jackass angle with Johnny Knoxville to the bloodline angle with Roman and company that has really taken Sammy to the next level as a top-tier babyface and star in WWE who is a legit ratings mover every single time he's out there talking, wrestling, putting on performances that shake you on the mic, that can make you laugh and cry at the exact same time. That's Sami Zayn's strength and power right now and it's being used to its fullest potential. And it's beautiful to see Cody also having his moments to shine as he's also a top-tier babyface who can coexist on the same plane as Sami Zayn telling this story on so many levels. Because we have to believe in our hearts that Sami must pin Jay to win the tag team titles. And at some point, Jay sees the light and realize, you know what, I'm tired of Roman's bullshit. And on top of that, there is next level thinking behind this because I do believe that Jay's hug to Sammy was genuine, but at the same time, he's like, my brother is basically going to get destroyed by my cousin. He's been gaslit repeatedly. So have I, I know the game, I know the struggle. I love you, Sammy, but my brother is blood and I gotta protect him in my own way, by falling in line. That's my thought process behind what happened last night. And that is beautiful storytelling, emotionally 
woven together, beat for beat. The promos are going to be so damn good and compelling to watch. This angle was everything. No need for it to happen in Elimination Chamber a couple of weeks ago in Montreal. It needed to be in Boston where Sammy proved his worth to the bloodline at the time. Gave Jay the victory over Kevin Owens. They embraced. Sammy was almost Sammy Uso. And then John Cena and Kevin Owens threw a monkey wrench in that, which led to the dissension within the bloodline with Sami Zayn making the decision he made at the Warrior Rumble when Roman took things too far on Kevin Owens. And the payoff to this is going to be so sweet. It's like Moxley and Rollins from five years ago when Mox had to wait a while to fully accept Rollins' apology to reunite as a tag team. And the hug between KO and Sammy is coming very soon. It will be everything and they will win those tag team titles at WrestleMania. I called it last summer and I am almost ready to be a prophet when it's all said and done in a few weeks time in Inglewood, California for night one of WrestleMania going down to SoFi Stadium. And with that, this wraps up a very good Monday Night Raw in terms of storytelling regarding Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul, John Cena versus Austin Theory for the U.S. Championship, and the latest chapter in the Bloodline Saga of Jay turning on Sami Zayn and breaking our hearts in the process. SmackDown is going to be a hot show in Pittsburgh, PA, Traditionally speaking, Pittsburgh crowds for WWE are not the hottest. Hopefully, that won't be the case on Friday. We need a hot crowd to sell the next chapter of this bloodline angle, which is carrying WWE heading to the heart of WrestleMania season. But Cody Rhodes is now a player in this too, and he's over with the people as well. And that is going to bode well for his chances as being the guy to end this very historic run for Roman Reigns at WrestleMania in a few weeks' time. And on that note, this wraps up episode number 163 of The Raw Verdict, recapping the highs and lows from WWE's flagship show, Monday Night Raw. I hope you enjoyed it as always. You can follow me on social media at LaterWrestleX on Twitter. They can find me tweeting about these podcast shows that drop on the summer daily recapping Monday Night Raw, NXT, AEW Dynamite, Friday Night Smackdown on Fox, and AEW Rampage on TNT. You know what to do, such as Topia and follow me on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, Buzzsprout, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, Tune Up as Amazon Alexa, and Spotify. I'll be back tomorrow morning with episode number 104 of the NXT Nightcap, recapping the highs and lows from WWE's developmental brand. Until then, enjoy your Tuesday. Stay safe out there and don't forget to wash those hands. See you later, boys and girls. Take care. Thank you.